Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Winners and losers from week two, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer, and we're talking about the winners and losers from week two of the NFL season. But first, got a actually a, a handful of pretty serious, or at least significant injuries. We don't know how serious they are yet. I guess that's the <laughs> distinction between those two words when you're talking about injuries. But Joe Burrow left Sunday's game with an aggravation of the calf injury that he was dealing with in training camp. They downplayed it after the game, said you know he would have gone back into the game if they had gotten the ball back. He also said, we'll see how it is in a few days. That, to me, suggests, along with the re-aggravation, that this could be an issue for Joe Burrow moving forward. And specifically, obviously, I think week three is in question. But, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Jake Browning got a couple of starts for the Bengals. And given how frustrating this offense has been so far, don't think you can feel super great about Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, at least for the next couple of weeks. I think eventually everyone will be fine. Joe Burrow will get healthy, and those guys will be the elite fantasy options. We hope they would be, but not feeling great about it. We also had Saquon Barkley leave with an ankle injury, and the big concern there is the Giants play on Thursday night in Week 3. I'd be pretty surprised if he was able to play, even if it is just a minor injury, but hopefully it's just a one-week thing. Adam, do you have any interest in, in Matt Breida or Gary Brightwell on waivers? So I think it would be Breida if you were going to pick one. And the answer is no, unless it's a long-term injury. There's no way I'm starting one of those guys against the San Francisco. Yeah, 49ers on a, on a short week. Thursday. Yeah. But if we're talking about a few weeks, then yeah, look, I know that guys like A.J. Dillon and Joshua Kelly were bad today, but they were still worth picking up. They still yeah. were the lead running backs, and maybe you're desperate. Bye weeks are coming up, right? Injuries happen, so... I would pick up Matt Breida if Barkley was going to have an extended absence. But if it looks like he's just going to miss one game, I'm not going to waste my time on a player. There's no chance I'm starting. Some other injuries. Uh, Devontae Adams left the game with a concussion. He's being you know, he's in the concussion protocol. We'll see what that looks like. But obviously, Jacoby Myers suffered concussion late in week one, missed week two. So there's some concern there. And Adams has had at least one concussion that I can remember, maybe two. So that's something to keep an eye on. David Montgomery left the game with a thigh injury. Jameer Gibbs also left with like an ankle injury. I'm not sure if that seems less serious, but that's something to keep an eye on. And then Anthony Richardson, Adam, this is what I want to ask you because, I mean, he looked like he was in line for just a monster game. Ended up having a decent fantasy game despite leaving, I think, early in the second quarter. He's also in the concussion protocol. Do you have any concern that like his aggressive run heavy approach might lead to a little more risk moving forward, especially now that he's already suffered a concussion? 
Well, yeah, I mean, you always have that concern, but he, these guys are who they are. They're not going to change. So mm-hmm. I, I can't sit here and say I'm concerned about Richardson and, and think that Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts are top three quarterbacks. Sure. Allen takes a beating every day. Just He gives a beating, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, this was a play where he, he got tackled and his head hit the turf in the end zone, actually. Um, so I think that could have happened really to anybody. Um, obviously, he was running. But that's going to happen. You know, look, concussions are scary. We mm-hmm. know what can happen, you know, to a person. So I don't want to downplay it. But from a fantasy, from a football standpoint, it, it's probably not going to be an extended absence. It's, that's the hope. Um, and man, yeah, I mean, rocket ship emojis for him. Yeah, he looks awesome. They've been really aggressive with him. Another guy who looks really awesome. I think maybe maybe the two biggest winners from the first two weeks of the season are both on the Rams, actually. Puka Nakua. 15 catches, second rookie ever to have 20 targets in a game since targets began being counted, I think, in 1991. Most catches by a rookie in a two-game stretch ever. Uh, Odell Beckham had 23 in one rookie stretch. He actually had three different stretches his rookie season with more than 20 catches because Odell Beckham was unbelievable as a rookie. I He's not going away when Cooper... Top 20... No, he... (laughs) <laughs> Not at all. I mean, I, I, Matt Harmon of uh, uh, so Yahoo good. made the comp that I really like to Robert Woods, the way he plays. We saw a couple of carries in this game for Pukunakua. 20 targets and two care. I mean, the, the workload here is just outrageous. Is he a top 24 wide receiver the rest of the season? I mean, I think I think it's probably. Mm-hmm. This is, yeah, this was such a big week. So yeah. there's so much scoring. So I sit here and I'm like, well, Cup is going to hurt him. There's no doubt. Yeah. So can I say that he's going to be better than Mike Evans? Um, I don't Mike know. Evans was pretty good today, too. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I mean, there were a lot of guys who were good, but I would take him over Drake London. Oh, yeah. No question for me. I, I mean, I would. Would I take him over Jerry Judy? I'm going to say no. Garrett on Wilson? I don't think I'd take him over Garrett Wilson. I mean, freak, freak. He's a freak. He is so good, Garrett Wilson. Yep. Um, but... Like he, I think if I were drafting Nakua today, I'd probably take him around the fifth round because mm-hmm. Cup comes back around week five. But uh, there's no guarantee Cup will stay healthy or be. Yeah, I'm not gonna forget that. But he's Cup. But uh, I think they're I think they're gonna have two must start or two start one must start and one start worthy wide receiver. And the other guy I was alluding to on the biggest winners and Adam, I'd love to get your thoughts on Kyron Williams, who played 74 of the team's 77 snaps. In this game, Cam yeah. Akers seems like he's done in Los Angeles. We've said that before, actually, last year. So who knows? But is Kyron Williams just an RB2 the rest of the way? Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like there might be a sell high window here. Mm-hmm. Depends how you feel about the Rams. I mean, I guess if I'm buying into Nakua and the way Stafford has played, I guess that means I think the Rams offense is going to actually be good. Right? I thought they would be terrible this year. Um, and the team in general, they're they're going to be competitive, perhaps. Uh, yeah, I don't think you have to sell Kyron Williams, I guess, but I, I wouldn't necessarily buy him. You know, I wouldn't go out of my way to get him unless he's on waivers, which he's not. I, I have, uh, I, I think he'll be fine. I don't think he'll be great. He, it's not like he's tearing it up. Just happens to be scoring a lot of touchdowns right now. All right. We're about a minute and a half over the FFT and five limit, but I do want to get one, one more loser and get your thoughts on Roshan Johnson, Deontay Foreman inactive in this game. He was a healthy scratch. And Roshan Johnson got, I think it was four carries and two targets. Uh, Bears offense looks pretty bad still. 
What are you thinking on Roshan Johnson? And let's throw Khalil Herbert in there. Yeah, I don't think you can start either of them right now. I think the Bears need to get their act together. They only had the ball for 24 minutes and seven seconds. Uh, I think Khalil Herbert's still the main guy, but not in it by a huge margin. The fact that Foreman was inactive is a good sign for both of them. Wait and see. Do not drop Roshan Johnson if you mm-hmm. can avoid it. There still could be a big payoff. Remember, Fields was horrible at the beginning of last season. Yep, too. took them a little while, yeah. He turned it around. So it, all hope is not lost. Let's not overreact from two games. All right, that's going to do it for FFT in well, seven and a half <laughs> today. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Talk more waiver wire for week three. See ya.